Hello, Dr. Dawson, Amanda said softly, very measured in her cadence, tilting her head back slightly. You look like you have a lot on your mind. Hi, Amanda. It's good to see you, Jen said, blushing. Rather than engage in a phony hug followed by air kisses, Amanda held out both of her hands, and Jen found herself placing her hands in them. This was a new twist. Jen had ever engaged in a double handshake. She was once again reassured by how warm Amanda's hands were, welcoming, steady, and strong. She glanced down and a zing of reality hit her. Her somewhat larger hands were resting in Amanda Hawthorne's grasp. Amanda's touch confirmed the initial sensations that Jen had experienced in the back of her car on their trip to the impound lot. She found Amanda's eyes again, seeing a genuine look of pleasure suffuse her face. Her eyebrows crinkled upward, suggesting vulnerability while questioning Jen's reaction. Amanda had disarmingly long brown lashes. No mascara. Usually only men were blessed with lashes like that, but gold dust must have been sprinkled over Amanda at birth. Thank you for agreeing to meet me. I've been looking forward to it all day, Amanda ventured. Me too, Jen confessed. You look beautiful in that dress. Amanda inclined her head. Thank you. Shall we sit? Yes, Jen said, sliding back onto her chair. I'm sorry, I already ordered a gin and tonic. I didn't know how long you'd be. No worries. I wish I could have a cocktail, but I recognize some politicos and media in here. I better stick to a conspicuous sparkling water. Politicos? Powerful government officials and businessmen who are always looking for a vulnerability they can exploit in the next election. Oh. Jen was unaccustomed to viewing the world through this lens. The server reappeared, and Amanda ordered a Pellegrino, requesting that he bring the bottle and a plate of lemons, so if photos were taken, it would be obvious she wasn't drinking alcohol. I wasn't always so preoccupied with who's who, but after three years on the job and my share of battles, I've become more attuned to my surroundings, and more importantly, who's lurking within them. In that case, I'm honored to be seen with you. Some people might assume we're on a date. I hope you're not offended by that. Maybe a drink would do you some good to settle down that mind of yours. A drink might move it in a new direction, that's for sure, Amanda said, raising her glass. Cheers. They clinked and drank. It was Amanda's turn to take in all of Jen. Unfortunately, Amanda's initial attraction hadn't subsided. What had she been thinking? Her gaydar was usually spot on, but Jen was confounding her. She was straight and in a relationship with a colleague, forbidden on two fronts. Yet here she was, feeling what there was to feel, the electricity from their touch still pinging around in her body like a pinball machine. Moreover, Jen was giving off an enormous amount of sexual energy. Amanda was quite certain that Jen hadn't worn her current outfit to work, which meant that Jen had purposefully chosen to wear a sheer blouse with a beautiful camisole underneath. It was very flattering, sexy, enticing, even seductive. Jen's toned body was barely visible underneath, and it was all Amanda could do not to stare. Jen looked at Amanda. It's my turn to say that you look like a woman with a lot on her mind. Amanda met Jen's eyes. How true. I should have known that you'd be observant. Amanda clearly had something to get off her chest, so Jen waited. She wasn't afraid to look Amanda in the eye, nodding subtle encouragement. There is something I have to discuss with you. I wouldn't usually meet with a potential witness in a criminal investigation, but as a favor to Tommy, I agree to. Favor to Tommy? That came out wrong, sorry. Not a favor favor. More like we just talked about it and I volunteered. You two talk about me at work? Amanda sighed. Uh, no, but this investigation touched your world, so we had to. He didn't want to mix work with his personal life. That's the reason I volunteered. Heat crept up Jen's neck, infusing her cheeks. She set her jaw. Perhaps you should just say what you came to. I can see it's making you uncomfortable. Uh, you're right. Here it is. By seeing Lane Wallace as a patient, you became a witness in the Farber investigation. 
I'm not surprised. I've had to testify in criminal proceedings before on behalf of the victim. This is different, Jen. Tommy and I were surprised that you agreed to treat Dr. Wallace. We thought you'd steer clear of this. Steer clear? Jen asked, her voice squeaking. Steer clear of treating a patient while he's in acute heart failure? I'm an ER physician, Amanda. When someone collapses in front of me, I treat him. How dare Amanda and Tommy second-guess my judgment as a physician? They may not like Lane Wallace, but that doesn't give them the right... Jen stared hard at Amanda, challenging her to explain. In return, Amanda held Jen's gaze, but didn't look angry. She was so damn calm that Jen found her infuriating. We're just saying, if this investigation leads to charges, you'll surely be a witness. We're worried that you might have a larger role than you intended, so we just wanted to tell you to be careful. I'm always careful, Jen said between terse lips. Don't make it sound like I'm a reckless teenager. I'm a physician witness. Deal with it.